0: From the SEEDS Global Innovation Lab, I'm Jacob Hancock, and welcome to SEED to Sequoia. SEED to Sequoia is sponsored by SEEDS Global Innovation Lab. The SEEDS Global Innovation Lab exists to equip the global faith-based community for the emerging world. They believe that every nonprofit has the people and resources to generate and execute new ideas that create value. By proactively learning from those whom you serve, you'll be able to see what's coming your way, shift your focus, and deliver great products, processes, or systems to serve them even better. Follow us at Seeds Innovation to learn more. everyone, thanks for joining me this week on Seed to Sequoia. This week, we're going to be talking about the definition of innovation, why we need it, and what some common misconceptions are about it. For years now, we've spoken with leaders from all over the globe, and we ask them a very specific question. Do you believe that your organization is innovative? Most of the time, their answers can be summed up like this. Yeah, absolutely, we're very innovative. Um, if someone in our ranks has an idea. We're willing to listen to it. Well, I think that that's really probably being more opportunistic than it is innovative. Now, I don't want to downplay the fact that we have to have that. I think it is critically important for leaders to listen to those within their ranks that have great ideas, because sometimes that's where some of the best ideas will come from. But it's also most of the time dealing with particular challenges that they're facing right then and there. And so those ideas are from a posture of being reactive to a problem that they're facing versus being proactive about what could be coming down the pipeline. And I think there's a huge division there of between being opportunistic and innovative and being reactive and being proactive. So that has led our team to develop our definition of innovation. And today I'll break it down into three separate components and we'll kind of talk it through. But what we define innovation as is proactively generating and executing ideas that create value. So you heard those three components there. The first is proactively generate. The second is execute. And the third is create value. What I mean by this is when we proactively generate ideas, we're no longer just responding to what we're currently facing today, While it's very important that we deal with those things, we also have to be considering what's going on in the environment around us. What is happening in in industry trends? What's happening with our end users, those that we serve, those that, that we are targeting? If we can think about all those different components, we can begin to have a clearer picture of what's coming our way, and we can generate solutions and generate ideas for how to combat some of those challenges in the future. But it doesn't stop there, we have to then Execute on those ideas, and I think this is where innovation has got a bad rep, right? People come up with great ideas. I speak with leaders all the time, and they have no shortage of great ideas for their organization. The problem comes in with executing on those ideas. Sometimes it's a matter of margin. They don't have the resources. They don't have the time. They don't have the people. Whatever it may be, they can't seem to execute on it, and so if we just say that innovation is coming up with great ideas, we are missing probably the single most critical component, which is actually executing on them. Um, we want to make sure that as we develop these ideas, that we're also thinking through how we will implement them in the future. What our strategy is for implementing and executing upon these ideas. And then lastly, we want them to create value in Different industries, this is going to be defined in different ways. Um, Sometimes this is the amount of people that you have coming into the organization. Sometimes this is revenue streams that come into the organization. And sometimes it's the overall impact that the organization has. Whatever it may be around that particular challenge, you want to make sure that it is creating value for the organization, Sometimes it could be as simple as creating a a stronger brand in your organization. Whatever it is, you want to create value. And if you're not doing that, you proactively generated and executed an idea that doesn't create value, you might as well start over again because that's where you're going to run into some serious challenges in the future. So that's our definition, proactively generating and executing ideas that create value. So that's the definition, but why do we actually need to do it? Um, one thing that we always talk about are the reins of disruption. And what we mean by this is if you're the one who comes up with that great idea and begins executing on it, you have the power, you have the control to be able to drive that into other, or other organizations, into your own organization, or be able to help mitigate some of the, some of the disruption that will occur. So um, use an example of recruitment. If a team comes up with an incredible new process for recruiting people into the organization, what's actually gonna happen is that while their numbers may begin to rise, the organizations around them that are also trying to recruit may begin to fall. Uh, Those organizational numbers may begin to drop. And so we we wanna make sure, uh, being good stewards of what we've learned in our industry specifically, that we help others manage the disruption because it's something that we came up with that's going to disrupt them. Now, sometimes other organizations will come up with, um, with new ideas that will disrupt us. Now, it's not necessarily malicious and, and more often than not, it's really inadvertent that they came up with something and it impacts us indirectly. Well, we can't do a whole lot about that. That's what I mean by the reins of disruption. If we can control the disruption, if we're in charge of it, then we can manage what happens inside of our organization and what happens at least to some degree in the organizations of others. And so it puts us in a much stronger place in terms of our organizational strategy over the long run. So we want to make sure that as we come up with ideas, uh, we want to hold those reins of disruption. If we're not ever creating ideas, we're never going to hold those reins. And that's where it becomes really challenging. I can guarantee you in the next few years, maybe the next few months or even weeks, someone in another organization will come up with an incredible new idea that will revolutionize the industry that you're in. We have to make sure that that discovery happened in our organization not someone else's. It puts us in the driver's seat and makes it much, much easier for us on the whole. So quickly, let's just talk about a couple of misconceptions around innovations and things that we hear all the time. Uh, the first is innovation and creativity are the same. It's simple enough to say, no, they're not, but innovation has, has a purpose in the future that requires creativity. Sometimes when we have those constraints around us, we have to get much more creative in the way that we do things. Um, That's a good thing for us sometimes. Innovation requires creativity, but creativity does not require innovation. You don't necessarily have to create something new to solve a particular challenge to be creative. That's not always what we mean by it. And so just wanna draw the line between those two of innovation and creativity are the same. The second is only a select group Uh, should drive a company's innovation activities. This one bums me out at my core uh, because what that does is ignore the collective intelligence of an entire organization. We want everyone to be a part of of solving the challenges of tomorrow. We want everyone to be working together, understanding the problems that are facing us in our industry so that we can work together to solve them. But if we only allow the C-suite or VPs to be able to do some of that stuff, then that is ignoring the collective intelligence of the organization. And I feel like that will only work to the detriment of that organization in the future. And then lastly, innovation is all about big bangs. This is the the idea that, you know, you didn't come up with something special unless you came up with the iPhone. Yes, it is true. The iPhone revolutionized what we do. But let's be sure that we all are on the same page that you don't have to come up with an iPhone to be innovative. Sometimes innovation happens at a very small and grassroots level, just some minor changes that will revolutionize the way that we do things in our industry. So those are just three very simple misconceptions that we hear all the time. We hope that today you really enjoyed the podcast, Uh, excited to be with you, and look forward to how you will use this information in the future. Thanks so much for joining me this week. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating wherever you found us. And follow us at Seeds Innovation or check out seedsinnovation.com. If you have questions, comments, or just want to write us, go ahead and write me at jacob at seedsinnovation.com. Thanks, everybody. Bye for now.